Uh, I was thinking this morning of the Israelites in captivity. As all of you probably know at this point, in the will of the Lord, this will be our, our last Sunday morning meeting on Zoom. And our prayer is to, and our hope is to return to the meeting room next Lord's Day morning. And I thought we could just spend a few moments reflecting back on the, the past 18 months and giving the Lord thanks for his shepherding care during this season and specifically to give thanks for this technology that we've been able to use to continue to share some fellowship with each other. Um, we all know it's certainly less than perfect and all along the way there have been little annoyances and glitches and frustrations. But this morning, uh, as I was praying, I was just thanking the Lord that kind of right at the right time, he allowed for this technology to be developed and made readily available so that while we've been separated from each other, we have not been uh, completely unable to, to think uh, of the Lord together, to sing his praises together, to pray. And of course, as it's been pointed out before, we've even been able to share a measure of fellowship with people far away. Um, and so we're just grateful that God has done this kind of work. And it reminded me of the time of exile for the people of God. And I thought we could look at a few verses in Jeremiah. This is in Jeremiah 31. So if you've got a Bible there with you, you can flip open to Jeremiah 31, and we can think about this unique time for the people of Israel when they were exiled from the land of promise, but it was only temporary, and there was a, going to be a time when they would return. and. Uh, of course, there's very specific meaning and interpretation of these passages and, and that history. But even in a way of application, we can think we all have been somewhat exiled from our normal lives, especially during the time of intense quarantine. And we've been exiled from the type of worship that we are used to and that. Um, we really feel the Lord calling us to that weekly gathering to break bread and remember the Lord. And we've sort of been exiled from that. But the truth is, God is never far from us. Just like for the people of Israel, we could picture them being taken off into captivity, walking away from the land of promise. And perhaps shaking their heads, saying, how could this have happened? And fearing the worst. Fearing that maybe as they left Israel behind, they were leaving the Lord behind. But the truth is, he was always with his people. And he was there with them in Babylon. And he was there moving the hearts of the kings 
and eventually the heart of Cyrus, who he called his anointed, kind of in this really interesting way. He told Cyrus in prophecy, I've chosen you, and yet you don't even know me. And so God manipulated the hearts of kings and those in power to allow his people to return. But all along the way, he was with them. So I wanted to just read a few verses and maybe just share a couple of thoughts. But that was the thought on my heart this morning, that we can reflect on this time that we've spent on Zoom, kind of like a time in the wilderness, a time in exile. And we can give thanks for the faithfulness of God. You can start reading here in verse 2 of Jeremiah 31. Thus says the Lord. And I guess it should say Jeremiah was a prophet who was uh, prophesying right at this time, this unique time for Israel. And even as the people were being taken into captivity, some were saying, oh, it's not going to be long. Don't worry. Everything is fine. And Jeremiah was the one voice who was saying, no, it's going to be a long time. You're going to be gone for a while, but don't worry. You'll be coming back. And he was a faithful prophet because even though he knew the people were going into captivity, he, uh, following the Lord's leading, he bought a piece of property in Israel at the time when it wasn't worth anything because he knew in his heart, because God had shown him there would be a time when God's people would return. But here he's turning in his prophecy from telling the people of Israel to prepare for being taken off into captivity. They were going to face this sort of time of trial. But in chapter 30 and 31, he says, it's not going to be forever. Your mourning will be turned to joy. So in verse two, he says, Thus says the Lord, the people who survived the sword found grace in the wilderness. When Israel sought for rest, the Lord appeared to him from far away. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued my faithfulness to you. Again, I will build you and you shall be built. O virgin Israel, again, you shall adorn yourself with tambourines and shall go forth in the dance of the merrymakers. Again, you shall plant vineyards on the mountains of Samaria. The planters shall plant and shall enjoy the fruit. For there shall be a day when watchmen will call in the hill country of Ephraim, arise and let us go up to Zion, to the Lord our God. And so you can hear in that word again, again, he was telling these people who were being taken off into captivity that again, they would return with songs of praise. But the thing that really stood out to me in this passage this morning was that little part at the beginning when God said in verse two, they found grace in the wilderness. It's not that they found grace when they returned only. They found grace 
during the time of exile. It says here, the Lord says in verse three, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued my faithfulness to you. So it's one thing to celebrate once we are returning and once we're uh, at the point of kind of back to normal, back to the way we like things. But we can say even before we get there, we can say the Lord has continued his steadfast love to us during this season. He's good. He's great and greatly to be praised, no matter our circumstances. He's near us. He's with us and he's for us. As we continue on in this chapter in verse seven, it says, for thus says the Lord, Sing aloud with gladness for Jacob and raise shouts for the chief of the nations. Proclaim, give praise and say, O Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. Behold, I will bring them from the north country and gather them from the farthest parts of the earth. Among them, the blind and the lame, the pregnant woman and she who is in labor together, a great company, they shall return here. With weeping they shall come, and with pleas for mercy I will lead them back. I will make them walk by brooks of water in a straight path in which they shall not stumble. For I am a father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations, and declare it in the coastlands far away. Say, He who scattered Israel will gather him and will keep him as a shepherd keeps his flock. Isn't this a beautiful way to think about the process that we're going through together as a company? You know, we see hints of the 23rd Psalm in these verses. Jeremiah says in verse 9, he says, I will make them walk by brooks of water. Just like David was able to say, he leads me uh, in beside still waters. Jeremiah says, I will make in a straight path. I will lead them in a straight path in which they shall not stumble. Just as David was able to say to the Lord, he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. God is leading us as a shepherd. In this time of exile, this time of wilderness, uh, trying the same way as he leads us when things are looking uh, normal and the way we like them, the way that we expect them. And so I pray that you and I, maybe even this week, can spend time thanking the Lord for his shepherding care. He has led us. He is leading us and he will lead us. If the Lord comes tomorrow and we never return to the meeting room, we can truly say he is a faithful God. Because instead of meeting to remember the Lord uh, face to face, we will see the Lord in all of his glory. And we'll be able to look back 
and see each step of the way he has led us. And how beautiful it is when the saints of God can say during their time of exile, during their time of trial, Lord, you are our shepherd. Lord, we are the, your people, the sheep of your pasture. So perhaps as we close, we can sing him 361 together. 361, which um, has in mind once again, the shepherding care of the Lord, when he says, wherever he may guide me, no want shall turn me back. My shepherd is beside me, and nothing can I lack. His wisdom ever waketh, his sight is never dim. He knows the way he taketh, and I will walk with him. This is number 361 in the spiritual songs.